You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I'm your host, certified life coach, practicing physician, and busy boss lady mom, Kathy Whaley, MD. This is the podcast where busy professionals like you come to learn to create a life they don't need a vacation from by burning your manual, this book that defines your expectations of self and holds you back. If you're looking to get off the hamster wheel, cultivate your wellness and feel better, you're in the right place. Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Whaley, MD, and I can't wait to share today what we're going to do. So I have spent some time over the last several podcast episodes talking about new beliefs and thought change. And this is going to be a short episode, but what it's going to do is introduce you to two tools that we use in thought change. And I'm going to try to give you some examples. You have no doubt seen me use these tools and I've talked about them, but I've never really named them and given you a clear play by play. So just a refresher, when we're talking about forming new beliefs, we have to recognize that we hold a belief currently that we don't want to keep We are committing to unlearning it. We identify a new belief that we want to have. We practice this through visualization and other activities, and we manage the cognitive dissonance. Now, here's the thing. Going from the thought you're starting from to the thought that you want to get to can feel very uncomfortable. And again, the coach that taught me always says discomfort is the currency to your dreams or of your dreams. And, you know, I I totally get that statement, but I really also think the tools exist within coaching to really help you manage the discomfort and to sort of gradually get yourself there. So again, this is going to be a true quick episode, but I'm going to give you some tools to help you work on your new belief. So the first one is this, it's called bridge thoughts. And so when we have a new belief, like if I mentioned to you all, the belief I'm working on is that peace is always available to me. You can put some qualifier statements in front of it. So one of them would be like, I'm learning that peace is always available to me. Or I'm open to believing that peace is always available to me. It's possible that peace is always available to me. I'm considering that peace is always available to me. I'm seeking evidence that peace is always available to me. Those are just a few examples but they're qualifiers so that we're not having to go straight from peace is never available to me to peace is always available to me without some stops along the road. So these are bridge thoughts. And something I like to do to take it a step further is I like to make bridge thoughts become identity defining, right? Because when we become the person who believes these things, that becomes internalized. So instead of just saying, I am learning that, 
I like to say, I am someone who is learning that peace is always available to her. Or I am becoming the person who believes peace is always available to her. Or I am someone who is seeking evidence that peace is always available to her. That makes sense? Okay. So that's the first tool, bridge thoughts. Second tool are ladder thoughts. And this one takes a bit more time to develop, takes more thought. And but this really helps you build a ladder from where you're starting to where you want to go. So it sort of inches you there. And this is a great way to practice. And so when I construct my ladder thoughts, I start with, you know, essentially the two extremes, what I have believed in the past, even if I'm not there currently, and what I want to believe in the future. So here's how this would look for my belief that I'm working on. Okay. Where I started was with the belief, I will always lack peace. Okay, so that'd be my first thought. And the ladder that I constructed, here's how the ladder progresses. So first thought, I will always lack peace. Second thought, I lack peace now, but it could change. Third thought, I literally have the ability to change my beliefs about peace. Fourth, my mind is capable of creating peace. Five, I am creating peace. Six, the more peace I have, the less stress I have. Seven, I have the ability to be in a peaceful state. Eight, I can be in a peaceful state. Nine, I will be in a peaceful state. Ten, peace is always available to me. Okay. Now, like I said, that takes a bit of time to flesh out. Okay. But you can use this as a pattern to apply to whatever belief it is that you're working to change, right? Pay really close attention to the language that you use in your latter thoughts. Because think about the difference of what something means. Like if I had made my final belief, I want to find peace versus peace is always available to me. Or even instead of saying, I want to find peace, saying I am finding peace or I am on the quest to find peace. The I want to find peace doesn't feel good to me. Like when I really, if I really think it and put my truth into it, it doesn't feel good to me because it almost seems as if it's far away, not here yet. So it's fine to just get your latter thoughts out on paper. Just get them, get them out there. But then we want to really look at them and think like, how does each one make you feel? And does it really create what you want? So once you have your latter thoughts, you want to see where you fall on the latter thoughts. 
So here's what I mean. I, I gave you roughly nine or 10 statements, right? I am no longer at the place of I will always lack peace, but I'm also not at the place that I really feel I've created the evidence that peace is always available to me. I am definitely at the place where I believe my mind is capable of creating peace. And I'm also at the place that I believe the more peace I have, the less stress I have. I'm also finding it true. I have the ability to be in a peaceful state. So that's really where I am. I'm pretty far up on my ladder. I'm basically at statement seven. So what you want to do is look at your ladder and the find the place where there is the sentence, the thought, the statement that feels true, but maybe it's a little uncomfortable. That's where you want to start. That's the one you want to start practicing. That's the one you want to start visualizing, right? So if I am sitting here at the place where I'm I'm thinking I have the ability to be in a peaceful state. What am I doing with that? How am I reinforcing that? Well, I'm picturing scenarios where I have in the past not believed I could have peace. Like when my kids are absolutely crazy, which I'm going to tell you this morning, that is exactly what was happening. My son was screaming and whining and the dogs were barking And this is a point in time where I really have to work on grounding myself, finding my zen, not making all of that noise mean anything. And so I would picture these scenarios in a visualization exercise and reinforcing to myself, I have the ability to be in a peaceful state, even in these circumstances. And then I would visualize it. I would see it happen. I would see those fits happen and I would also imagine how I respond to it and how I maintain my peaceful state, however that looks. Because again, as a reminder, the neurons that fire together wire together. And even in visualization, even when it's not real, the same parts of your brain light up. Like this is proven in science with functional MRI, whether you're actually doing it or imagining doing it, the same parts of your brain light up. So you are literally firing and wiring together in this visualization state. So you can think about sports and places where they do visualization exercises. They visualize winning. They visualize making a goal. Here is the point. Those things create the circuits necessary to create those results. And so the same thing is true. If you want to change your belief, you're going to have to practice the belief regularly. Okay? So if any of you out there are listening to this and you have your belief figured out, but you want to work on your thought ladder, please don't hesitate to email me. Email me and I will be more than happy to help you brainstorm your thought ladder and offer some suggestions. I also want to let you know that we will be enrolling in February 
again, probably towards the end of February for the restorative wellness coaching collective, which is open to any professional women. And, uh, we're going to be kicking off a special series within the group of intentional eating. Um, and so if you're wanting to work on your relationship with food, this is the place to be. I will tell you that, um, some other themes that we have gone through so far, obviously cultivating new belief. We're working on feelings and how we process feelings rather than resist, react, or avoid this month. We're going to have, um, a month on play coming up because play is very important in our lives. So if this sounds like something that's for you, please don't hesitate to reach out and, um, I'll be happy to try to fill you in on the details. But again, you do not have to sign up for the coaching collective to get help with your thought ladder. Please hear me say that. If you want help, I am an email away. Please do not hesitate to reach out. That is all I have for you today, my friends. I hope your Monday is amazing. I'm sending you so much love. Have an amazing week. And if you haven't done so already, please rate or review the podcast. This helps me get the message out to more people who could use a little bit of help right now, especially in the new year. Are you ready to get started building that life you don't need a vacation from? Well, visit me at kathywhaleymd.com for free resources, links to the blog, and information about upcoming events. There are many different ways to work with me, and if we aren't a good fit, I'll be happy to refer you to someone who is. I am right here rooting for you.